Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 3, quite possibly the greatest comedian of all time minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. Not possibly, definitely. I'm Chris Derkutch. And now we're here, and finally we're going to get someone on stage that I want to see, I want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get there, uh, this minute begins with uh, the beating of Bud Court and ends with uh, George Carlin uh, mid-speech. It's like basically going to his stand-up routine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so we watched this guy get beat up and surprisingly i really thought they were going to hit him with the blades of their stick and they right. but they hit him with the butt ends yeah they just poke him they kind of poke the shit out of him yeah this Although, um oh, hold on that one kid actually swings his blade i think once and then yeah, he starts one him. does well i mean it's i guess it. i shouldn't say anything i got butt ended in the face one time i got my tooth knocked out so i'm sure it's not uh you know pleasurable but <laughs> <laughs> now in the in the script it says that they savagely beat on him with hockey sticks as he crumbles beneath them repeatedly with their blades crash down hard on his head. But right there it stops and says a voice says I don't understand how you can base your lack of belief in God on writings of Lewis Carroll. Like a voice is supposed to be overlaying over top of this beating. Weird. Yeah, and now we're going to cut to George Carlin. That is not in the script. Like this whole part. The rest of minute three is three key skaters cease their beatings and check the old man's pulse. Satisfied, they skate away, leaving him cr- his crumpled form on the boardwalk. And then it goes to the international airport, where Loki's walking beside a nun. Yeah. So I don't know if this is just thrown in there just to you know highlight George Carlin, maybe? Maybe he wrote the script before he had Carlin, although he said he always wanted Carlin to be one of the movies. Right. Maybe he didn't get the, you know, the definite on it. <laughs> and I'm guessing the reason why they butt end instead of hitting people with their blades, if you're going to hit somebody with your blade, you kind of have to step back a step to swing uh, like that. Right. They to keep close in. To keep all three of them in frame, it's easier to butt end down like that. Yeah. You know, their their form a little bit like that smashing straight down. They kind of look like Klopak hitting his trash. <laughs> they definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to the Burbs minute. <laughs> Uh, that we then then go to the pride of New Jersey, Red Bank. Actually, this I looked it up, and it's not even in Red Bank, New Jersey. No shit, this there's church. not a huge cathedral in Red Bank. <laughs> this church is St. Peter and Paul in East Liberty, Pittsburgh. So, well, because they filmed mostly in Pittsburgh for Dogma, right, right. And like most Catholic functions, is a big turnout. <laughs> <laughs> um. Before we see Mr. George Carlin, there is a pan through the crowd here, and there seems to be a series of reporters. Do you catch anybody in the crowd you may or may not know? I thought I recognized someone, but I wasn't positive. I'll give you a hint. He, <laughs> last time you made, well, the last time you saw him, he was at a hockey game, and the time okay. before that, he was, um, he was, he was lifting up some milk. <laughs> oh, okay, I know eight pounds. A gallon <laughs> of milk is eight pounds. I know that much. I know who it's, it is. It's it's our old pal. I mean, it's Ernie O'Donnell who's in the crowd. Now, the real question is, is he Rick Darris? <laughs> did Rick Darris grow up and be a reporter? Is is that Rick, did, did, yeah, did Rick Darris <laughs> grow up and got himself a little tie? He's got himself a, you know, got a nice big long jacket on. He's got, he's here hanging out, waiting for the, the Cardinal talk. Is he a reporter? He, he's kind of close to this woman next to him. So, I, I mean, you know how Rick is. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if that, if that girl's knocked up by the end of the week, we know what happened. <laughs> yeah, we definitely know what happened then. So what do we got? About 20 people in the crowd? Yeah. And they all are dressed as reporters. Or 
something along those lines because there's a guy with a boom mic. This must have been really nice for him because he's like, I can just put my cameraman in the crowd. Right. He's got a guy with a camera. Everybody's holding like some notes. A couple cell phones, I think, too, right? Cell phones? How do you see a cell phone at? Are they recorders? Maybe. Yeah, maybe they're tape recorders. Remember, it's 1999. They look a little small for recorders, though. They're, they got, like, little notebooks in their hands. Oh, no, there's a record- is- we have a recorder in our garage. It's probably from, like, 90, and it's small. And it's small. Okay. So they it's like little tapes. Like, like the mini cassettes were in them. Yeah, I never really used one of them little mini cassettes. Right, you know what? So- we did have one in my answer machine at my house. We did have one. We used to hide it under people's <laughs> beds when we went out to make sure they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> making indiscriminate love with people from around the neighborhood. <laughs> I was waiting to see what word you were going to use. I was hoping he would say whoopee. <laughs> making whoopee. <laughs> Where's the weirdest place you've ever made whoopee? <laughs> <laughs> it's a match game. Yeah. Do you remember Do you remember what the guy's answer was? He used to be on every talk show whenever it would happen. Whenever they would do like the funniest answers ever in, you know, uh, you know, game show history. They would always ask the one dude. I can see the guy's face. He's like dark-skinned guy with like a beard. And they ask him like, where's the craziest place you've ever made Whoopi? And he's kind of looking like confused and he's like, in the ass? <laughs> oh, no, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, we, if we remember, we'll, we'll throw up a link to it in the quicker stop. <laughs> hey, remind us to throw that link up because I've never seen that either. I want to see it myself. The best part is it's like the newlywed game. So his wife's sitting right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he I mean, I mean, she's sitting up on one cheek, of course. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you had to know, like, an anal joke was coming up, I mean, because George Carlin is on the scene. <laughs> the, the the creator of the seven dirty words. So. Yeah. So, before we talk about George Carlin, I did see George Carlin live before he died. I saw his you last did. tour, yes. Oh, that's awesome. I wish I would have got to see him. And he was awesome. Like, we saw him in, I think we saw him in Atlantic City. I mean, now it's been Christ house. I mean, it's been 10 years, probably, at least. And he was sharp and amazing. He came out and he did like his whole thing. You know, he did like an hour. And then he said, oh, you know, I've got a uh, something I'm working on. So he, he flat out said like, I have notes and I'm going to put them over here. And I'm going to try to do it without looking at the notes. And he did like a 15 minute long rant. <laughs> he awesome. just went on and on and on and on. But it's like George Carlin didn't improv. Like that shit was memorized. Right. He's not one of those. Like some of the comedians now, like I know Bill Barrel do it. He'll kind of like lounge from topic to topic and like he'll do shit out of order like george carlin wasn't like that like he had his set and he was gonna fucking do it and he so did the he whole thing trying shit out yeah and he got done it he did the whole thing without looking he was so proud of himself because he's like yeah i got through the whole thing without looking at it and then wow. i watched his very last comedy special and that's how it started oh really it was so he very, was definitely trying to shit out on you guys yeah so his very last comedy special what he opens with was what he finished the one i saw with nice but yeah he was it's one of those like I've seen some people live, and sometimes they're it's same thing with bands. Like you never know. Like you yeah. can go see somebody live, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Like they're way better when I saw. Them. <laughs> Where you, mean, you go like, to Guns, Guns and Roses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> and then there's ones that are the opposite. Like I remember when I saw Ozzy live for the first time. I'm like, I thought he was gonna suck. Oh no! Yeah, he never he never sucks. No, man, he put on an off. <laughs> I've seen him a couple times. I'm like, he put on a great show. I'm like, wow. he's a hundred years old. He still gets out there. He don't look great, but he still puts on a great show. And then I've seen like I've seen a couple comedians who they were fine, but like I knew half their jokes, and they're not guys. It's not like I've just seen them. You know, I hadn't seen them for five years. Right, you're still I'm recycling. Like, like five years, you're still recycling the same jokes, man. It's not 1950 yeah. anymore. You can't just. <laughs> <laughs> I would say. You, if you're going to see a comedian, you got to wait at least a year in between seeing them. You think so? Yeah. That's about how long it takes for them to get 
most of a new act. Like, you may catch some of the same stuff, but... I can't think of the last comedian I saw. Oh, you know who the last comedian I saw? You, you, I got the tickets from you. Did you? <laughs> Stephen Lynch was the last comedian oh, I actually really? went and saw. Yeah, that was like, what, 10 years ago? Eight years a long ago? time ago. Yeah. The last person we saw live before the world ended, uh, I think we saw Tape Face live. The guy oh, from- that's right. Your daughter liked him. That's yeah, why. my daughter loved yeah. that guy. Loved him. And what the hell was he even from? I can't America's Got Talent. From. America's Got Talent. He's a fucking mime. And I would love to break <laughs> his balls about it, but he it was an awesome show. Like, I can't even was say nothing. Really? Like, it was a great show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, George Carlin playing Cardinal Glick, which is fucking hilarious to begin with because he hated organized religions, particularly yes. Catholicism. <laughs> if you look in the – now, he starts out with a typical George Carlin entrance where he throws the hands up. Yeah. Um, you notice what's on his right hand? He's got a ring on. Yes. That's his wedding ring. <laughs> right. I do remember hearing uh, Kevin Smith talk about that at yeah, one point. because he told Kevin, I'm wearing my wedding ring. I don't take off my wedding ring. Yeah. Basically. And he's like, well, you can't have a wedding ring on. You're a priest. And then they compromised with, well, can you put it on your right hand? Oh, okay. Because for as much as everybody, you know, you break George Carlin's balls about like this or that and the other thing, like, he didn't fuck around. He was just like, listen, I'm married. This is my wife. I'm wearing my wedding ring. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> and, and what do you do? Say, well, then you're out. No. Well, yeah, you say, <laughs> no, since it was Kevin's whole dream to have him in there. And George Carlin is going to be the first person in this and not the last where Dogma's the first movie where Kevin starts to lighten up with his, hey, I wrote it. You say it the way I wrote it. Right. Well, you can't say it to George Carlin. At this well, because he had George Carlin and Chris Rock. Right. And like he said the same thing. Like, am I going to like if they tell me the joke's not funny, what am I going to tell them that they're wrong? <laughs> right. I'm going to tell Chris Rock and George Carlin. No way. Yeah. Yeah, that's not funny. Oh, okay. Right. I'll do it your stupid way. How's that sound? I, I would say it's a rare thing that Chris Rock's in a movie and he's the second best comedian in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a definite on this one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so he's out there to uh, promote Catholicism well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently the media <laughs> thinks that the, the Catholicism's a little obtuse. <laughs> right. He wants to change the image. What does he say? They're passe, archaic institution, which I think is kind of their whole gig, isn't it? I would say so. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like their whole thing. I've always said I've only remained with the Catholic Church because they always make the best movies. (laughs) Like, there's some kick-ass exorcism movies. We spoke about it earlier, but, like, they made, like, like, that shit's all based on, like, Catholicism having to be real. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, as long as you're willing to accept that, then, like, you get those awesome movies. I said some, something one time to a guy who was really religious about not believing in ghosts. And he's like, what do you mean? You were born Catholic. That's the whole religion's built on ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, I mean, <laughs> I take my religion like a, like a salad bar. Like, I take what I want and I leave the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I wish I had, like, there was a cardinal or a priest who had as much, uh, vitality and you know it was as interesting as george carlin is even here where he's like like oh this guy's like actually interesting to listen to usually when i went it was like today we're going to be reading from the book of matthew if george carlin was your priest you would show up every week (laughs) (laughs) i think i can't remember if it was george carlin or somebody else it was uh somebody was talking about they said if if every week you showed up and every time somebody touched kids they crucified them (laughs) They were like, oh, you'd show up every week then. They'd be like, oh, it looks like this week Father O'Malley's up on the fucking cross. He's <laughs> like, he got a little too fond of the O'Malley twins. <laughs> I mean, that's what I want to see. I want to, if you're going to go Catholicism, I want to see old school Catholicism. <laughs> it's like. Scary. 
Yeah, scary. Like, I got. I need to have a little fear thrown at me. You know how it was. You'd be sitting in there, like that boring-ass church service. They'd be like, blah, 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 blah. And they'd be like, and then there's the blood of 50 Romans. You're like, whoa, holy shit, I'm awake. <laughs> this story just changed a little bit. Yeah. Ooh, things just got interesting. Business <laughs> picking up. Yeah, like, man, I forgot the New Testament. Like, I understand. Yeah, he loves us, blah, 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 blah. Go back to the Old Testament where they're fucking shit uh, up. <laughs> I read the Old Testament. There was parts where, like, it was like, bring your child to the front if he's if he's not a good kid, and we'll stone him to death and shit like that. Like, there's yeah. crazy shit in there. Um, this is also the problem. There's, there's also, like, a lot of horrible shit in there about, like, um, you know, treating people, treating your your spouse's property and slavery oh, yeah, yeah. and a lot of other things yeah. that, eh, you know, kind of, some things need a little editing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was it was different times at that it point. It was different times, yes. <laughs> so after he says about it being hokey, the Catholic religion being hokey, they yeah. pan the crowd again, and there's a new person in the crowd. Did you see that? Oh, there is a, a new reporter in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, where he wasn't there to first pan. Yeah, he looks startlingly like the man who works at the, at the convenience store. <laughs> I think he might be a cousin to somebody we know. Yeah, he does look like one of the Hicks brood. Yes, he's definitely a Hicks. I'm not sure which Hicks. So think about that. Hicks. Like, so we have a Hicks in the crowd and possibly Rick Darris. <laughs> that could be a fight. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen King. Oh, that's not Stephen King. Still, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? And the one guy with the glasses kind of looks like Stephen King a little bit. <laughs> I like when they mention the crucifix and then you get to hear the organ music for no reason in the background. <laughs> the, the Foley guy's really good in this movie, by the way. I'm going to mention him again, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and they've uh, they've wheeled out a crucifix just so he can basically make fun of it. Yeah, he says cru- and And I don't know, I've never seen a cross with Jesus being that dark, even though it's, you know, it's accurate. But well, I guess it is it made out of wood. Well, the is the 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 actual Jesus made out of wood? <laughs> like why? Either that or he's got a hell of a tan. I he's mean, got a really I mean, dark tan. <laughs> like you said, like it's it's a little more accurate than like you know Western Europe blonde hair, blue eyes Jesus. <laughs> I'm just right. like, wait a minute, where the hell was this guy from again? <laughs> <laughs> it's a different Jesus than I've ever seen too. Like gray beard, like kind of reddish hair. Yeah, he calls it the Holy Mother Church. I I do like the theory of. Could you imagine if he came back now and was like. Of all the things I did, you took as the symbol the thing that fucking killed me? Like, seriously? Right. It is kind of a sad image. It really yeah. is. <laughs> well, I guess it's the ultimate, we're taking it back. Right. Of just like, oh, so you killed him by crucifixion? We're literally going to own that now. True. I, g- now, yeah, I guess that's kind of badass if you think of it that way. <laughs> and now the cross is totally, <laughs> you know, thrown in with Christianity. And, like, everybody forgets the first part of, like, they just killed people with that. <laughs> Oh yeah, he wasn't the first one either. It was one of he wasn't many, the first. He wasn't the last. He wasn't the first yeah. or last one that day. No, right, exactly. Listen, people in the old days they're, they didn't fuck around with their their capital punishment. No way. You 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 could go see it going on at any day. The only thing that was fast about it back then was how fast they were like, "You're guilty." Um, oh yeah. Go give me a, a lowercase t. We're gonna fuck this guy up. <laughs> My God, and it's like it's horrible. It's it's a it's a bad way to go. I'll tell you that. Oh, the worst is, have you ever seen when they like they sit around and they try to figure out how long you could have lasted? They're like, ah, oh, well, eventually, you probably wouldn't be able to hold yourself up anymore, and then you would just, like, asphyxiate. Oh, oh terrific. You, don't you think that, like, the flesh in your hands would kind of, like, rip apart? All right, so there's two separate things that I've heard. One is that they didn't crucify you through your hands, because your hands couldn't hold up your body weight. Okay. They, they would crucify you through your wrist. Oh, God. Between the bones. But they knew enough about it, not to, because if you hit... The arteries, the person will bleed out in, you know, 10 minutes. 
pretty fast, yeah. Well, once you've done it a shitload of times, you know that, so you manage to miss them every time. Wow. Because you, you want the person to be up there for a long time. Right, they want to make an example of these people. I don't know. I, I saw this documentary once called The Passion of the Christ, and I'll tell you, it didn't look like a good time. No, it definitely did not look like a good time. <laughs> also, it seemed like there was a lot of racism. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that goes without saying at that point. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, a lot's changed since then. We've cleaned all that up. What does he I mean, say? Oh, he's going to retire. They're going to retire the cross. They're going to retire the cross, yeah. yeah. Um, what I love about this is he's making it seem like he's not even doing like an initiative at this church. He's making it seem like Catholics worldwide. Yeah, just, that's what they're just done with it. They're like, we're, we've used the crucifix for 2,000 years. Why don't we just tap out on this one? Watching this, you think it's the entire religion. It's not just, you know, it's, it's an upgrade for the entire religion. Yeah. It's not like, hey, it's something we're doing here. It's like, no, no, this is just what we're doing as Catholics. Like, so, so like the Pope's in on this and everything? Everybody's yeah. in on it? Because if there's one thing the Catholics are known for, it's trying out new shit. <laughs> He's a cardinal, though, right? A cardinal's pretty high up in the church, isn't he? Yeah, especially in America because, like... You know, we're like second-class citizens in Catholicism. Oh, sure. Yeah, you got you got to go to Italy to be a Rome. Yeah, like I really don't know the difference. I would love to tell you that I know the difference between like a cardinal and a bishop, but I really don't. <laughs> no, I really don't either. I think a cardinal is even higher than a bishop. Well, because right? the cardinals is like that's like their little group up there. It's like the what the fuck is it called? Not the group of cardinals. I don't know, flock of seagulls, whatever it is. They're the ones that do um where they pick the new pope. Right. And like I, I would love that. to say that their way of voting is fucked up, but like to be fair. Nobody's ever formed. Nobody's ever stormed the fucking basilica afterwards and tried True. to burn the so, fucking yeah. place down. They said that you picked the wrong pope. <laughs> no, the pope. The pope never gets contested. Never. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I googled cardinal and I got a red bird. So I don't know. That's as good as it gets. There. <laughs> it's like oh, cardinal bird. Oh, cardinal <laughs> baseball team. Cardinal football yeah. team. Fuck. Yeah. Forget it. Cardinal. Cardinal. Uh, cardinal Church. Hair High School. Cardinal Church. That's what I typed. All right, we got a Wikipedia on the Cardinal and the Catholic Church. They're the most senior men- members of the clergy of the Catholic Church, being second in precedence only to the Pope. Hey, I'm a second to the Pope. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, Cardinals. He, hey, that's the here. Let me. This is the question I'd like to know. Like, that's all fine and good, but like, it really matters how many there are. Right. Yeah, it doesn't say exactly how many there are. So. Oh, I can give you the answer. <laughs> Take a guess before I tell you. Thirteen cardinals. There are currently one hundred and twenty-eight serving cardinals. I mean, that's still not that many for you know. I thought there was going to be a lot more. I was like, I was going to be like five thousand cardinals. It's like, who cares? Yeah, one hundred twenty-eight's not a big deal. Like that's a lot. Of, that's not a lot of people. And a couple I, 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 elections. I don't know why that's up there because it doesn't say anything about cardinals. Never mind. Oh, for a time the power was assigned exclusively to cardinal bishops. Oh, wait a minute. Is there a cardinal bishop? There? All right, so here, and then I looked this up. So there are 34 active Roman Catholic archbishops in the United States. Five are also cardinals, which means they get to vote in papal elections. Okay. So archbishop is just a way to, like, basically, that's, like, a high thing, but it's not a cardinal. Okay. It, Isn't that a chess piece? Isn't there an archbishop chess piece? There's a bishop. <laughs> it's not an archbishop. <laughs> you want to impress me? Which way can the bishop move? Um... He can move one. He can move three spaces: two up, and then one to the right or left. No, <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> Which way did you say he could move? <laughs> he can move on a two spaces up and one to the right or left. Right, like now elf. there is a piece that can do that. It would be a I knew there was. I didn't know what it was. The bishop can move diagonally. That only diagonally. 
Yeah. And then the, the rooks can only move up and down and left or right. Okay. My science teacher in 11th grade told me if I ever learned to play chess to come back because he wanted to play me because he liked how I thought. And I guess I never learned to play chess. So. <laughs> Listen, I, like I know basically how to play chess, but I can't beat – like I couldn't beat anybody unless I was playing against you. And even then it would right. be a 50-50 shot. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd probably be doing it all wrong anyway. So It's not that hard. There's like fucking six rules. I mean the rest of it right, is strategy. Right. Like those guys that play like those long-ass chess games, you, we look at it the wrong way. You're sitting there thinking like they're trying to come up with a strategy. That's not really what they do. They fucking memorize every move. Right, and what they're supposed to do next and what they're supposed to do. That's, yeah. that's crazy. The guys who are good at it have great memories and can remember like a thousand moves. So they're like, right. all right, you moved your thing to wherever. So like from there, there's a hundred ways I can go. I can do this or this or this or this, and they remember every single one of them. Right, and they plan what they're going to do to the next move of the ne- of the other person too, right? Yeah. Yeah, screw that shit. That's too much thinking for me. We say we say as the chess grandmasters that we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, just ask me. I'll tell you anything about it. <laughs> All right. I don't even know which way they move. Uh, do you have anything else to say about uh, Mr. George Carlin? Um, I mean, not he's, that he's not going to be back a million times, but... Right. He's great. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> I mean, just him as a cardinal makes me chuckle when I see him. <laughs> just feel yes. like, uh, Well, he does say, before we leave here, he says, Christ didn't come back to give us the willies, which I liked <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I, I will say this, too, because he's in this. He's in Jersey Girl and uh, a couple other things. He was an underrated actor. He did want to act. And really? he just never really got that much of an opportunity. But, he, I mean, he, he's in this, and he's very good. I mean, Jersey Girl has its faults, but none of them are him. He is excellent in Jersey Girl. Well, this, he's still in stand-up comedy. Yeah, this he's, I mean, but even, like, when he's talking with them, like, he's in a room with, it's, what, later on, it'll be Jason Lee and Linda Fiorentino and whatever, and he's fucking owning the room. Not Jason Lee. What the fuck am I talking about? He's in there with um, Muse and Kevin Smith. Right. All right. Plug it out, buddy. We are the James Holland Bob Minute. We're on DoingGenre.com. You can find us on Twitter. Oh, my God. <laughs> already? Listen, I didn't know that I was going to have to close these out again. <laughs> it's not like I haven't done it for four years already, but still, it's just weird. Um, we can find us on Twitter at J and Bob Minute, and you can find our Public site. Search the Burbs Minute, and there's about six or seven designs up there, and I'm about to put a couple more up. So that's it. You got anything else, Jeff? Oh, yeah, check out Star Wars Minute, too. Um, they're just starting The Last Jedi, so by the time this goes up, they should be pretty well into it. Wow, thankfully, they're starting The Last Jedi? Thankfully, that movie wasn't divisive at all, so it should be an easy year for them. <laughs> 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 all right, uh, so I'm going to end today, since we're covering Dogma, instead of a pithy quote, I'm going to give you a Bible verse. So oh, you nice. kneel yourself to the ground. So this is our first week, so I thought it we should start at the beginning. What's the first uh, book in the Bible, Chris? Um, I don't actually. I, honestly, I read the Bible, and I I don't know Exodus. No dipshit. <laughs> Phil Collins, come on, Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins. It's Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know it was ass at the end. I I honestly I read the Bible. No, you see, you got to start before you can leave. Exodus right. means to leave. <laughs> yeah, we're Genesis. We're starting it up. All right. So here we go. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. Thank goodness. And there was evening, <laughs> and there was morning, the first day. I thought you were going to do Susu Studio. 
<laughs> su, su, studio. <laughs> Whoa. Su, su, studio.